0: Rosh Hashanah, just the very name, means the head of the year, and as the Rebbe pointed out so many times, it's not just about being a new year, as we typically say in uh, English or in America, but rather the head of the year, just like the head that leads all the rest of the body, and all of the uh, nerve systems, and all the energy, and all the direction comes from the head to the rest of the body, in the same way on this day, we draw down the spiritual energy and bracha for all of the rest of the year talking about the importance of this day or these two days and that's why we try to uh, be at our best on these days and we spend a lot of time in shul and we daven we say a lot of tehillim um, at the same time that we have the bit- bitokhen, the faith and therefore the simcha that Emir Hashem, we and our families and all of Klal Yisrael will be inscribed for a year of bracha, aksiba a good and sweet year emirzah Hashem. Um, Amongst the themes of Rosh Hashanah, one of the most interesting and perhaps important is that it's the birthday of men. 5,778 years ago, Rosh Hashanah was the sixth day of creation, and that's the day that Adam and Chava were created. So really it's the sixth day of creation, but for us it's the first. It's the day that we were created, it's our birthday. And in fact, in the davening of Rosh Hashanah we say this is the day when creation really begins. Again, though it's already six days in, but it's this day when it really begins. And the reason for that is because until then, yes, there were there was a sun and there was a moon and there was trees and there was animals and there was fish and there was birds. But there wasn't yet a human being. And a human being plays the most pivotal role in the purpose of creation, which is making this world a holy place, a beautiful place, a place that recognizes Hashem and its mission. The Medrash tells us that on that first day that Adam was created, he gathered together all the animals and all the fish and all the birds, and he brought them all. He said, Let us bow to Hashem. And it's on that day that Hashem was really established as the Melech, as the king of the world, because a king has to be accepted. A king has to be accepted by a nation. Um, The statement in Chazal is, There's no such thing as a king without a nation. And the nation has to be human. It has to be people who understand and who feel and who accept the king as their king. You can't be a king over stones. You can't be a king over stars. You can't be a king over fish. Because they don't accept you. They don't understand. But the human being has the ability, the capacity to accept, to understand, and therefore become a subject and in that way, establish his kingdom. And that's what Adam Harishan did on the first day of creation. That yes, creation is already on the sixth day, but it's on this, this is the first day of Hashem being accepted by subjects. And that acceptance makes Hashem king, not only over the people, but over the entire world. That the person brings all together to accept Hashem as king and to fulfill its mission in Hashem's creation. So what Adam Horishan did on this day, again, 5,778 years ago, is exactly what we do on this day, every Rosh Hashanah. The davening of Rosh Hashanah is replete with the concept of accepting Hashem as King, both on our level that we accept Hashem as King, as well as talking about how Hashem's Kingdom, therefore, will reach the entire world, um, as we say in the center of our davening of every Davening of Rosh Hashanah, Malach al Kol Ha'Eilam Kulei B'Chvedecha, a reign, may Hashem's kingdom reign over the entire world in your in your glory, and may all aspects of creation accept you as being their king. So really, what we're doing is is a replay every year of what happened on that first Rosh Hashanah, when man was created, and was able to bring establish Hashem's kingdom in the world, and that's what we do as well. Um, two more quick and interesting points about the creation of man, of Adam and Chava, and in what way it was uniquely different than every other type of creation. In addition to what I said till now, that man was the first one to establish and accept Hashem as king, there's other interesting points that are related to that, that set aside the creation of man from every other creation. One is the Mishnah that says, that, Lefichach nivra HaAdam yechidi, Man was created singular, versus every other aspect in creation. Hashem created millions of trees, millions of animals, and fish, and birds, and stars, and specks of sand, and so on. And every type of vegetation, Hashem said, let there be, and there became many, many of them. Man was created unique, one. There was one man, and then there was one woman. They had children, and therefore we have mankind, which is billions of people. But it started from one. Why did Hashem create man as one versus every other aspect of creation that was created in tremendous multiples? And the Mishnah says that it's in order that every person should see themselves as the cause of creation. adam <laughs> A person should never look at themselves and say, Yeah, I'm one of many. I'm one of a million or ten million or a billion. or or seven billion. Rather, every person should see themselves as a unique individual, one and only, that the world was created for me. Um, There's many ways of understanding that. I wanted to talk about one, (coughs) excuse me, which is, one could ask, you know, true Adam was created as one, but by the time I got to the world, I I am one of seven billion, or one of uh, 15 million Jews, or whatever the numbers are. How, what does it mean? that I'm unique and I'm an individual if there are so many others. And one of the answers to this is that we believe that every person has a unique mission in this world and every person has unique abilities to fulfill their mission in a way that no one else in the world can. There are people that I know and there's places that I get to and there's my specific gifts that Hashem gave me that makes me uniquely different than any other person in creation. Hashem didn't create any extra people. Hashem didn't create any multiples, any clones. Every person is unique. Every person is different. And indeed, the entire mission of creation cannot be fulfilled without me pitching in and doing my special job in my special way. So just like Adam was one person in the entire world with a mission to make Hashem the, Hashem's presence known in the world, to make this world a finer place, a holier place, in the same way, that's my mission. And just like no one else could do Adam's job because there wasn't anyone else, in the very same way no one else can do my job because there's no one else who can do my job the way I can. And that's why man was created in singular because all of us have a singular and unique mission that the entire world, indeed Hashem Himself, is waiting for me to fulfill my mission by doing my best with the gifts that Hashem gave me in affecting myself in this world in a positive way. One last idea in the unique way that man was created different than the rest of creation. Everything in creation has a body and soul. Every animal has a body and soul. What makes it alive? Every tree and every blade of grass has its body and it has its life force. There's a difference between the grass that's alive and the grass that's dead. Everything has a body and soul. Even stone and that which seems inanimate. The Arizal teaches us that they also have soul. Perhaps we don't see that soul. But everything has a body and soul the way hashem created everything is that the body and soul is created together when hashem said let there be fish so there was fish body and soul came to be animals the body and soul came to be trees the body and soul came to be and stones the body and soul came to be the body and soul was always created together the one exception to that is men the the Torah tells us Hashem gathered dirt from the ground and formed a human body and then he blew into its nostrils the soul of life. So he created the body separate and the soul separate. Why? Why is the body and soul of man created differently than the body and soul of rest of creation? And it's explained in the following way. Body is the physical, soul is the spiritual. Physical and spiritual are, are obviously different but and separate. But it can be together. They're not necessarily opposites. Man represents the ultimate of physicality and the highest level of spirituality. Man can act and behave lower, more physical, more evil than anything else in creation. And man has a greater level of holiness and godliness, in fact, a part of God himself, more so than any part of creation. So the spiritual and the physical of man are so far apart that they couldn't be created as one entity. The physical and spiritual and everything else in creation is not that far apart, but we straddle the extreme on both levels. We're created from the ultimate physicality, the ultimate of the materialistic, and we're given the ultimate of godliness, a part of God himself. And that's because of our unique mission in this world, because it's our mission, the mission of man, as we said earlier, specifically us, that's supposed to bring godliness and holiness and spirituality and meaning and kindness into every part of this world. So therefore, we were created with the two aspects of the extremely physical, the extremely materialistic, the ability to go lower and worse than any other part of creation. And we were given the part of God within us, part of God himself, the ability to transform, to transcend, and to bring godliness to even the most distant and most unspiritual parts of creation. This is why man was created separate. He has the extreme physical and then the extreme spiritual that's able to permeate and able to elevate even the most extreme and the most seemingly godless state of being, feeling, state of uh, place, and so on. When it comes to this Rosh Hashanah, again, let's all recommit ourselves to being that Tremendous ambassador of God in this world, realize our mission of affecting both ourselves and the world around us and everything that we come in contact with, with the holiness that Hashem gave into each and every one of us. And may Hashem inscribe each and every one of us for a good year, a year to be inscribed and sealed for goodness, happiness, and all the brachas of Hashem, and ultimately with the great bracha of the coming of Mashiach may be even before this Rosh Hashanah, a good Yom Tov.